Goff's three minute. Your story. Cause knowledge is Professor Plum in the library with a candlestick. While you may have never played the game, you know what reference is made here. And Clue is a legendary game of mystery that has cemented its place in pop culture with its clever phrasing that sharp-witted players announced in the game. Full disclosure, I've never actually played the game of Clue. It has somehow escaped me all these years. But I, like the vast majority of people, still like to quote players, rooms, and weapons when it correlates with a mystery afoot. In the early years of the 20th century, long before the horrors of World War II played out across Europe, a different type of horror spread across the countryside, a much less permanent and manufactured horror. Real-life games of Clue. Wealthy Europeans, in their sprawling manners, would host murder mystery parties where guests would come and role-play as different characters in which you had a litany of suspects, a killer, and a victim. Only the killer knew who he was, and everyone spent the evening attempting to unravel the twists and turns of the riddle presented. On these nights, the hosts would often hire caterers and musicians to help set the mood for an exciting evening of whodunit. British pianist Anthony Pratt was one such musician hired to come and set the tone and play menacing music throughout the evening at these European estate parties. And while his role was somewhat minimal, he took it all in and would aid him years later as war overtook the country and he was stuck inside many a night as the German Luftwaffe conducted their air raids. When war broke out, Anthony Pratt took work in a munitions factory by day creating weapons and ammunition to aid the Allied cause. In the evenings, due to German bombings from the air, British cities enforced a curfew and blackout requirements at homes requiring minimal lighting and blankets to be hung over the windows to make it more difficult for German pilots to find targets in the dark. Pratt and his wife lived in Birmingham, Britain's second largest city, and so were under these blackout requirements as well. During these nights, he and his wife sat hunched over their kitchen table and he began to create a board game inspired by his former profession as a murder mystery piano player and his love of Agatha Christie novels. During those long cold nights they created Murder, a murdery mystery game where players must discover who the killer is from a list of suspects, confirm the murder weapon, and then finally the location of the murder. His wife Elva helped him design a game board which looked eerily similar to those English manors where he had spent so many nights. A few years after the war ended in 1947, Pratt changed the name to Clue, copyrighted it, and sold it to UK game manufacturer Waddington's and their American partner, Parker Brothers, which is now Hasbro. The game originally had 10 characters and 10 weapons. Once Waddington's got a hold of it, they slimmed the characters and weapons down to six apiece while keeping the 10 rooms. Due to shortages in post-war Europe, the game did not hit shelves until 1949. Over the years, Clue has received countless updates, including new characters, new weapons, upgrades to the house, the manor got a spa, and in 1985 there was even a movie, which I also unfortunately have not seen. In 2007, Clue was inducted into the Toy Hall of Fame. Unfortunately, following poor initial sales, in 1953, Pratt sold off all his rights to the game for a mere £5,000 before it even took off. 
So whether you think it was Miss Scarlet or Colonel Mustard, and whether they used a lead pipe or a revolver, and it could have been in the conservatory or the kitchen, we all know someone did it. We just have to figure out the who, what, and where. Class dismissed. This podcast, written, produced, and narrated by Isaac Goff in Wild Wonderful, Wart County, West Virginia. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs>